Hey you, welcome to or welcome back to Keisha's house, motivation and inspiration. I'm Keisha and as always, I'm so glad you stopped by. Now, if you're new here, I'd like to take a moment to share what we do. Every week we reflect on the past week's quote and we grade the week. Then we focus on this week's quote and we use it for motivation and inspiration to set a plan for the week ahead. And in the end, we discuss a few highlights from the book of the month. Okay, so let's jump right in. Last week's quote was the following, stay true to yourself and never let anyone rob you of yourself. Stay true to yourself and never let anyone rob you of yourself. I really enjoyed this quote. And what was really interesting is that there was a number of challenges around the people that I truly love. A really good friend of mine, she found some challenges in a organization that she was with for quite some time. And this was actually a non-for-profit And what was interesting was that she was giving of her time. She wasn't getting compensated. She truly believed in the mission, in the vision of the organization. And unfortunately, in the past week, she cut ties with that organization. And I remember how distraught she felt. They had a change in leadership. And she truly in her heart did not believe in the changes that they were making because it wasn't going to be beneficial to the patrons of the organization. And I remember she had a specific project that she was working on and she was heading and she was ready to walk away from it. And I understood her frustration. But I reminded her that she had done nothing wrong. Her heart has been pure throughout this entire process. And that the person she showed up to years ago is the same person that she should end this journey, being one where her heart is for this organization. So she stayed true and she showed up. And of course, the event was a great success. But what I thought of this quote, I felt fit her situation. She stayed true to herself. Although she was frustrated, although she didn't believe in the transitions that were coming, she made a commitment and she saw it through. And then the second half of the quote says to never let anyone rob you of yourself. Yes, she did walk away from the organization, but that doesn't mean she's going to stop championing the cause. So she's still being true to herself. And she's not letting anyone rob her of the contributions that she wants to make. She's actually able to take all of her talent and go to another organization and support them to maintain the work that she's done over the number of years. And what's interesting about that example of this quote is that for many of us, it doesn't have to be as elaborate. Being true to ourselves can simply be sticking to the small things. You know, as I was folding clothes, and as you probably all agree, it seems that clothes and laundry just never seem to end. (laughs) So as I was folding and folding, I got to my oldest son's clothes, and I love how bright and colorful all of his items are. He loves graffiti-type styled artwork on his clothes. He loves different shapes 
and he enjoys bold colors. And I think that's awesome because he has his own sense of style. And I think for so many of us, especially as adults, we conform into the mold that we think we have to be to be successful in the space that we're in. You know, when I always thought of business attire, I think dark blue, black, grays, muted, and neutral. And over time, that's changed. I've gone to ankle pants, really cute shoes, and bold colors on my blouse. It doesn't make me less professional. I just have a different sense of style. And honestly, when you're sitting at a table and everybody else is in black, gray, and blue, and you're in a pink blouse, well, let me tell you, you stand out. And it's not always in a bad way. But then also I think what's important is that when we see people with an amazing sense of style, I'm like a you know, middle of the road style kind of gal. But for those people who have amazing style, if we try to be something we're not, we lose our confidence. We lose our confidence because it doesn't fit us. So you know what? If you are a dark gray, black and blue blazer type of person, then that's what you wear because that's how you're going to be your best self is by being you. So stay true to yourself and never let anyone rob you of yourself. But again, be careful because sometimes it's those smallest details that truly can affect how you see yourself. So if I had to give myself a grade for this past week, unfortunately, I'm giving myself a C. Okay, let me tell you why. So when I was choosing the quote for the week, I immediately went to the quote that I've had ever since I was a child. Yes, I was a pageant girl many moons ago, and my quote was always, be yourself and no one else. And that was supposed to be the quote of the week. And then I had some doubt. Well, is that quote a little too elementary? Maybe there needs to be a little bit more depth to the quote. Well, our quote says to stay true to yourself and never let anyone rob you of yourself. How is that any different from be yourself and no one else? It's just a different way of saying it. Beat to your own drum. Be you. And let's be real. You are not everyone's cup of tea. I am not everyone's cup of tea. And that's okay. There are billions of people on this planet. We will find our circle and that's okay. So I'm giving myself a C because I robbed me of myself in that moment. Be yourself and no one else. I said for decades, but I became an adult and it started overcomplicating things. So I'm giving myself a C. What grade would you give yourself? Would it be an A, a B, or a C? And remember, we don't fail here, so those are your only choices. A, B, or C. I gave myself a C. And you get to choose what grade you give yourself, and it's your own rubric. You decide, and you don't have to share it with anyone. But what I do ask you that, you 
select that grade, and then you reflect on it. Take that moment. Is there something that needs to be adjusted? I gave myself a C, and I know what I'm adjusting. I'm now more aware and attuned to the small things. Those small areas that I may compromise on that I shouldn't. I compromised, and there was no need to. So now I have more awareness. And then I'm going to set the week behind me and I'm going to move forward. It's nothing to dwell on. It's nothing to stress about. Acknowledge it. Address it. Make some adjustments and move forward. Okay. So let's jump into this week's quote. So before I tell you the quote, let me tell you a little bit about the author. The author of this week's quote is an American author. This individual is a coach and a speaker and a philanthropist, and they are well known for their self-help seminars. And honestly, if I told you their books, it would be a dead giveaway. Our author for this week's quote is Tony Robbins or Anthony Robbins, but he goes by Tony Robbins and the quote goes as follows. Stay committed to your decisions, but stay flexible in your approach. Stay committed to your decisions, but stay flexible in your approach. So a couple months ago, my husband and I decided that we were going to have our own personal conference for our family. And in that conference, we didn't know what it was going to look like at first. But ultimately, what we ended up doing is we have three boys. We looked at each one of those boys and we had a discussion. How can we help that specific child be successful? And what's interesting, being a mom of three boys, is that every one of my boys are different. And I have a set of twins. They are different personalities. They look different, they talk different, they walk different. They're just different people. So what do we need to do to ensure each one is successful, that each one feels loved, and making sure that they're getting equal time. And one thing I've realized with kids, equal time does not mean if you have an hour, you break it up in you know, 20 minute increments for each child. That is not equal time. One child may need 10 minutes. Another may need 15. Another may need 25. We don't know, but we have to take that time and really analyze our child a bit and identify what needs they really want. You know, for my oldest, Having 10 minutes of dedicated time with us is all he needs, and he's good. My youngest, he is a cuddle buddy. He loves to run around. He's very energetic. He's a tinkerer and an explorer. But he loves to be squeezed in your arms. He may need a little bit more time. And my middle son, well, he'll let you know what he needs and when he wants it and when he needs to just kind of take his tablet and he wants some alone time and they're different people so we made that commitment not only to our boys 
but to our future goals. Where do we want to be in the next year? What do we want to accomplish? Are there any trainings we want to do? We have a goal of how many books we want to read as a couple before the end of the year. We have these goals. What do we want our fitness to be? And we write everything down. And we commit to them. And then we have check-ins. Every three months we check in to see how we're doing. Do we need to adjust the plan? What do we need to do to make sure we stay successful in our plan? But what I found is most important is that although we're committed and although we've made decisions, we have to stay flexible. There's only so much we have control over. There's only so much we have control over. And I think that's ultimately some of our problem. We get so frustrated and so focused on things we can't control. But if we focus and put our attention and our time on the things we can control and we just stay flexible to the things that we can't control, we probably have a lot less stress. Let me say that again. We will probably have a lot less stress if we just stay flexible in our approach. So that is the challenge for this week. There are going to be things that are going to jump in front of you that you cannot control. So can you stay flexible? Can you pivot? And stay committed in the decisions that you've already made for yourself. That is the commitment for this week. But then that also leads me into our new book of the month. The new book is Nice Girls Still Don't Get the Corner Office by Louise Frankel. I should say Dr. Louise Frankel. What's really interesting about this book, I was in a offsite for my organization and we were all going around kind of our icebreaker and we were saying what a book, like what book were we currently reading? And that was one of the choices. There was like six different questions. And one of the ladies in the room, she brought up this book and I immediately wrote it down because I was like, yes, I want to read this book. Full transparency. I did not purchase the book. I actually am listening to it on Audible. So just so you know, full transparency. So as I'm listening to this book, which I love the author's voice, let me tell you, she brings up these two concepts and the first is not new she says that how we react to situations is important that is not the first time or the second or the third that I have read that in fact it's even in the bible how we react to situations matter And this is just the very beginning in the book, teeing us up for the rest of the book. How we react to situations matter. We just talked about flexibility. How we react to the situation that we cannot control matters. How we react to the situation that we cannot control matters. What does that mean? Being flexible being flexible. We may have walked into a room or walked into a conversation with our minds made up and how we were going to react. And then somebody says or does or you see something 
that makes you frustrated or throws you off. How we react in that situation matters. We have to be flexible. You may have a goal in mind when you walk into that room. Think of it as a negotiation. You know the price that you want to pay for said product. But you might have to be a little flexible. So you can still meet that goal. That initial package that you wanted to present may have to shift and adjust. But that doesn't mean you can't meet your goal. Staying flexible. And the second concept that she said that really stood out to me, and you know, let me tell you now, I'm a boy mom, okay? So when I read books about girls, empowerment, I'm like, yes. But a part of me is like, but what can I still teach my boys out of this? And I think this can be transferred over to men as well. She says, and she challenges us. And I, and I took it as a challenge because I never heard it in this way before. She basically said, when are you going to transition from being a girl to a woman? And then she challenges and says that we were raised to be girls. We were raised to be girls. And I thought to myself, well, shoot. How do we get trained to become a woman? Where is that bridge that says I'm no longer a girl and I'm a woman? Physically, we go through those changes in the world identifies and says, oh, you're now a woman off of age. But when do we stop thinking like a girl and start thinking like a woman? Hmm. I'm really looking forward to her exploration as she teaches us through transitioning from that girl mentality to a woman mentality. But I think the same can be said for men. When you go from being a boy to a man, Again, our society physically says when we're adults and off of our age, they say we're adults. But when do we actually shift how we think from being a boy or a girl to a man or a woman? I'm looking forward to what this book has in store. I think it's going to be fun. I think there's going to be challenges here. And what I love is that she says that she is a recovering nice girl. And that she herself does not do all of the concepts that she puts in the book. And I think that's important. I really appreciate her honesty as an author. Because that's telling me that she's living this. She's saying that not every concept is going to be applicable or appropriate for you. Find the ones that you can truly adapt to. And the ones that are just not a good fit, it's okay. You don't have to do all of them. You just have to do a few of them. Focus on those few and do them well. And I like that. That seems manageable. Because to my understanding, she has over 100. (laughs) Over 100 recommendations. So that seems manageable. So I look forward to it. We'll see where this book goes. So remember, this week, stay flexible. Stay committed to your decisions. So that means don't compromise. That means go back to last week's quote, stay true to yourself. So stay committed to your decisions, but stay flexible in your approach by Tony Robbins. Have an amazing week. Till next time.